When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. I'm Tom Cock. Hey, Welcome hey, breaking to talking news, real- breaking news. Stop. Stop the podcast. Oh my gosh. Is- the world is coming to an end, Tom. This is Thursday. It's supposed to be my podcast <gasps> on Thursday. Sorry, so excuse me, Don. But, but the whole world is scared now because the world is coming to an end. The US economy is jumping off a cliff please save us how what do you mean off a cliff what does that mean you didn't see the news no where I've have you been all morning to our clients where yeah. have you been all morning oh my gosh the the, the gross domestic product of the u.s has, has fallen more than it's ever fallen in the history of mankind it's down 33 percent on an annualized level Ooh, oh, there, oh, analyzed oh, level. Oh, you're trying to fool me with numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's down thirty-three percent for one quarter. You know what the quarter is? Three months. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I could be wrong about that. Which, which three I'm months? Sure right, which though. three months would you guess this quarter was for? Which, which, which? Well, earlier, earlier this year is my guess. Yeah, the the second one, which would be okay. What, which months are in the second one? Just this is a well, little I, quiz I think for you. I think you start with April, May, and June, right? Yeah. I don't now, know. what yeah. what okay. happened in well, what happened around the planet in April, May, and June? Well, all I know is no one was coming to work anymore, so I kind of lonely <laughs> so sitting funny. here at my desk. So, And this is true. This is an absolute true story. I talk to Tom every day, and he is the office is empty. But there he is at 6.30 every morning, right there at his desk going, where is everybody? With uh, my tie on, too, Tom, I might Tom, add. I look good. He, well, yeah, but for, for no, no one. one. For no one. There's know, a pandemic. There, was a, there is a pandemic. Ah. Okay. Boeing's earnings down. Car companies' yeah. earnings down. All of these yeah. companies didn't do Starbucks, well. Way off, yeah. So what should, as an investor, I am now scared. What should I do? Well, I was going to get to that on the podcast, but you jumped in. You stole my thunder. Well, um, it's still first the podcast. All, thank you. First of all, I think people need to realize that the economy, the economy is not the market. And since you joined us, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. How is the market not the economy? The economy's not the market. Um, because they're different? What how are they different? Okay. They, the economy should be, what? The, yeah. Here's what Okay, let me try this. I got a plan. Here's the problem. As investors, and not really investors, but more like speculators because we don't believe real investors invest this way, but um we tend to think that the market, the stock market particularly, reacts to things going on in the economy. But the economy is different. The economy is the things that are actually happening. The stock market is always trying to look ahead. It's always saying, now, what is the economy going to do? So in March, remember when the stock market went way down in March? Oh, boy, do I ever. But gross domestic product for the first quarter was good. The, we were not in a recession in the first quarter. So why did the market go down in March? It was anticipating what was going to It That's, saw me sitting alone in my office with my tie on. They had their little future Tron on. 
and they went, oh, no, Tom is sitting all alone in his office. That must mean a pandemic. No, the, He wasn't the, crying, though. The news of the pandemic caused long-term investors to realize that there would be a dramatic impact on the economy, and so stocks sold off. Then it was determined that this, too, shall someday pass. Indeed. And so, so the market went back up. It there. did. So did I do that okay? I think you did that perfectly. Let's step back from that for a moment and talk about you because you're trying to figure out what to do, you listening to the podcast. First of all, people have this tendency to think, well, stocks are going down. I need to sell them. And it's like an all or nothing kind of thing. Either I'm in stocks or I'm in bonds or cash. It's not an all or nothing proposition. Most of you should have stocks and bonds because bonds give you the bedrock, the stability. Stocks are designed to give you the growth. So it's not a one or the other. And when the market says, oh, my goodness, it's down 1.5%. Remember, if you're in a 60-40, you're down like 1%. It's not that traumatic. So you've got to put that out of your head. And I know everybody's screaming at you, whether it's online, radio, podcasts, newspapers, TV, et cetera, et cetera. That's one, Don. And here's the other one that I think is at the center of all of this. If you have a plan, if you have a, a design, if you have a portfolio, it's built for all this. It's already there. So all these things are coming along, whether the next worries about the election or the next one is what about a vaccine or the recovery, all of those things. Your portfolio is already designed for stocks going up and down, for bonds holding your value. So plan portfolio build portfolio review portfolio from time to time but not in light of recent developments only in changes in your life rebalancing like you should have done back earlier this spring and that's it it has the, the idea that you're responding to any of this is exactly the reason investors make less than or make about half of what the market returns over the long haul that's Their the actual problem. returns, yeah, that is absolutely a fact. And and what's really interesting um, is that yesterday, the S and P five hundred was up about one and a quarter percent yesterday. Now, it was said yesterday that the GDP numbers would be coming out today and that they would be bad. That was in the news yesterday. They came out this morning and they were bad. But guess how far? At least so far this morning, when we were recording this, guess how far the S and P five hundred has fallen. Is it? It's a little over one percent, right? One right. Something. Almost, almost exactly the amount that it rose yesterday, which tells me something. It's. I don't predict the future, but what that tells me is that that number that it's down today is all of you, is individual small investors reacting to the news when the big investors have already built it in, and they're just going to take advantage of you, and buy when you're being dumb. No offense. And I mean, and, and those Robin Hood traders who are now into Kodak instead of Hertz, moving money around. <laughs> I mean, it, the growing number of people that are interested in stocks who think investing in stocks is buying and selling, paying attention to what's going on day to day. And we know that that is a long term recipe for disaster. You will not beat the market. You will underperform the market and you will do exactly what Don just said. You will make the professionals very happy and even richer. Yep. Don't and, do that. And, and here's the thing. We know, we know, we've been doing this for a long time. We know that it is very, very hard to create a plan for your need and tolerance of risk. We know 
It is really, really hard. Even if you're a do-it-yourself investor and you're pretty steeled to these things, it's still hard to build that portfolio that, because remember, you may not need to take a lot of risk to meet your goals, but you probably don't know exactly what your goals are. And that leads me to something that's going to sound pitchy, but it's really not. We provide a lot of help on this podcast, on our radio show, on our uh websites all over the place and something we've been doing and we really haven't mentioned it very much but in an in an environment like this the plan becomes even more important because people tend to do dumb things so what we do and have always done is we offer anybody time free time with our advisors our advisors know that's part of the deal it's built into their compensation we don't sell anything during this time. It is truly some free time that you can take with one of our advisors to get a plan started. Even if you're a DIYer and you will be for life, we're good with that. We like to help DIYers. So if you would like to spend a little time finding out what your allocation's like or or, uh, how you can better balance your portfolio or how you can determine what your risk tolerance is and all those things, just go to our company's website, which is Vestory, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y. Go to Vestory.com. Down at the bottom of the page is a little form you can fill out and set up an appointment with somebody, and they'll spend time with you on Zoom or on the phone trying to get you started, get get that plan underway. Okay, and I promise you, no obligation, no high-pressure sales pitch, period, and it is free. And when you started that, I thought it was going to be the worst pitch since uh, Dr. Fauci, but you recovered, so that well done. That was a sir. terrible pitch, wasn't it? That really was <laughs> really. awful. But he's old. Uh, Come on, I, don't, I, was, I, was gonna, I, was I couldn't gonna, do any better. I was also going to get mad at you for interrupting the podcast, but you did such a nice job, and you're going to be on your own next week, so I feel bad for that. So I'm going to go ahead and just say thank you for joining us. Who are you? I'm Tom Cock. Thanks oh. for being part of Talking Real Money. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah okay. That's good. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?